Hanley Armagh, Caroline O'Hanlon, the right person in the right seat. This is Kira Donnelly for point number 10. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast. Um, this week I'm joined by Paddy Savage. Paul Hagen and Murray Cunningham as we look at the proposals sent out by Armagh GA to the clubs last year. Um, looking forward to the 2021 season and what's going to happen. Um, I suppose going back to last year, as everybody knows, there was um, a league in place and a knockout championship and the league wasn't finished. Um, so this year, it's hard to know whether we're going to go and finish the 2020 season or we're just going to go straight into the 2021 season and uh, play a league and championship. So thanks very much for joining, joining us, man. Um, and we'll get straight into it and we'll we'll see what the options are that Armagh sent out um, a couple of weeks ago. This is basically what we're looking at. Um, I suppose we'll, we'll obviously start with option one. And Paddy, we'll, we'll come to you. This is um, to start in mid-April um, and, and May. And I suppose looking at this one, it's... It's restricted um, with the restrictions hopefully being lifted on by the 5th of March. Teams will hopefully get back training soon after that. Um, it all depends when the GA action returns, but this one is to complete the 2021 season um, and prioritise it so you can sort out promotion and relegations and play a one-way league and a group stage knockout for the 2021 season. So, Paddy, I suppose looking at that, just an option one, what do you make of it, firstly? And look, there's a few points there, Sean. I mean, the first thing is obviously, uh, you know, mid, mid mid April to early May. You know, that, that's you know, you got to span three or four weeks there. You need to know what's happening the what's likely to happen the other county season because that's probably where we're going to flow from with the clubs. Now, look, I'd still be hopeful um, that we could get you know we might be able to get back outdoor training at some point in March. Um and one thing I will say is Sean, and I hope this is repeated um up and you know up and down the country is that there's no to my mind absolutely no need for long lead in times to um you know from when training starts uh, when training is permitted to start and to when the matches start. You know, we do not need six, seven, eight weeks of a preseason. Um and in fact I think it'd be madness uh, to, to even contemplate that. You know, when we get to go ahead um, to resume training uh, um, legally under the restrictions, let's aim three four weeks later uh, to have the um, to have the league started. Look, you know, the, completing the twenty twenty season. Um, it was funny. I was just I was checking back through old emails there, and you were going to be chatting about this this evening, Sean. And I found uh, found a few emails saying, you know, uh, sort of absolutely from September saying. Don't, you know, don't worry, the split is going to happen. These these leagues are going to be finished. You know, don't nothing to worry about here. Um, even though I know the feeling uh, in the county was you know was different, and you go to training, and um, we had a few, you know, we had a few, maybe two, three, four games in a row called off for various reasons. Um, I think uh, mostly because the, the the county board were trying really hard to get all the to get all teams up to six games before playing the final one before the split. Um, and th- th- definitely that stance got there. Look, this is never, this isn't going to happen. Um, 
I, look, you know, it's one thing to say the you know that we're going to complete the twenty twenty season, um, but I suppose the real thing is what is the option if we don't, um, and what does that mean? I mean, and what's said there is with prioritising games that um, are going to impact on promotion and relegation, that doesn't really work, Sean, because you know if say if you know Cully Hanna are going to play um, Clan Air on a particular uh, week, or whoever it is, Mullaban or, 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 or other teams, you know, if only one of them's going for promotion and relegation, what does that mean? Um, you know, is, do they have to both be there? You know, if you know, are you going to then prioritise? You know, there's only so many teams that can play every you know every week, um, and if you know certain teams are playing, that means others aren't. You know, and, and I just don't think that's gonna. I think it's going to be very, very hard for that to work. And as I say, what we absolutely should not have is that we would have weeks where you could have, um, you could potentially, you know, we could have all our clubs playing, but they're not because we're waiting about for certain games from last year's season. You know, I what we need to be doing is providing players, uh, friend games for our players. And I suppose that's, sorry, I've maybe thrown on a bit there, Sean, but the, you know, and I know this is a hard job, for the county board and fixtures are disaster. Fixtures have been the most difficult job for any county, you know, any county board. Uh, you know, CCC. I remember when I would have been at county board meetings, Jimmy McKee and Jimmy did sterling work for ye- for years and years and was a, a a brilliant volunteer for the for the county board to have a trying to sort out the fixtures. Um, and they're they are very very difficult. But look, the one thing I would say is that whenever this is sat, um, people are sitting down to do this. What needs to be the priority is. The players who are playing these fixtures, our club players, are 90-95% and trying to give them some football, give them something to look forward to, to focus on. Um, and, and that needs to be, you know, that really needs to be to be the priority because once we hopefully do get going again this spring, you know, to a certain extent, this has become about, you know, a lot more than teams, you know, senior teams, you know, playing against each other at the media, you know, the adult teams. This is about our our lives, our social lives, our um, opportunity to get out, to do the things that we want to do and get our lives hopefully back on track. Um, so there's an importance of this that's, that's just way beyond, you know, who goes up who goes up into a particular section of a particular division, um, you, you know, for uh, you know, for, for a season or not. And Paul, I'll bring you in here. I know Paddy has said that, um, you know, there's no need for a big pre-season, say, for six to eight weeks maybe of a team being together before there's a ball kicked. Um, you've recently took over at uh, Newtown. You're new to it, um, a new team. Do you want that, that pre-season? Do you want that six to eight weeks to get to know the team, to get coaching and uh, get your system of play, get get to see what everybody's like? Absolutely, Sean. <clears throat> you know, most managers are going to want maybe five, six weeks minimum to prepare a team for the start of a league. Um, you know, and the permutations of that will depend on what the county board decide the format of the leagues are as well. So, you know, if we look at Division 3, for example, there's talk that there's going to be a split in that league, maybe a 3A and a 3B, and, you know, clubs are going to decide what division they're in. You know, so, like, if, you, if you're sitting on the borderline of wanting to be in 3A or 3B, uh, you're going to want a good chance, five, six weeks, to, to train the team properly. You know, ultimately, I haven't been in Newtown since middle of November, since they agreed to take the job on. So, you know, if the turnaround and sale us on the 5th of March, right, collective training can start, you know, and the league's going to start roughly a month later. It's just, it's not enough time to prepare a team. 
And Rory, I'll take you in here. You, um, you're a Don Mormon, and you are fighting for promotion from Division Two A. I think Division Two A is maybe, um, or Two B. Sorry, um, I think it's maybe the only division where every team had played the same amount of games. Every team was on on six games. Um, so the likes of Clonmore there that are, um, I think these are three points behind Carcroppon and Wolf Tones, who are the top two users in third place on eight points. Are you looking the season to go ahead and to prioritise promotion or is it put a line I through think, 2020 and get playing 2021? I think that um, from, firstly, from Clon Moore's perspective, um, we, we're probably ambivalent. We're, we're in, a, in a position where we, we can't be relegated, you know, because we're guaranteed to finish in the top half. Um, and it would take a good stretch. We'd have to win all our games to go up. So we're probably reasonably ambivalent. Um, at the same time, I feel that you know, should we lose one of those games, it would be then it'd be then difficult to see how how we would prepare in the other games. You know, we would be playing teams that are are playing to win the league, and we would just be racing players trying to get no injuries to prepare for the following season. So I think that'd be a mess. But before we get to that, I, I have a unfortunately and. Having spoke to a few friends around other counties uh, today to see what their feelings are, I feel it's very, very unlikely that we're going to get the 2020 season finished. You know, I was looking at the fixtures. You know, it's going to take the guts of seven to eight weeks to finish that. Um, you know, we have uh, almost some of the, some of the teams in Division Three of six, six, six games, maybe seven games. Uh, I just can't see, uh, and I know we have four. Some other teams have five games. I just can't see how we're going to get that finished. I know it's going to make a horlocks of the, the 2020 leagues. My head was going in circles, figuring how we're going to promote one team uh, and uh, and re-balance re, uh, the divisions the following year and how that's going to work because it's very complicated when you have uh, five divisions as we have rather than just uh, three. But I, I feel that it's going to be very difficult. You know, we are... This season's a little bit different from last season and that last season we didn't really have a defined end date and um, we had a proposal you know to play 10 league games last year but we weren't penciled in or shoehorned in by the Ulster Club Championship now that the Ulster Club Championship's in this year it has meant that we have well, a finite date to complete our championships for so it, it, it leaves our options in terms of you know extending the season out and playing this 2020 season off very difficult I would be hopeful that we get out training again some stage late March, early April. But I, I, I have a fear that whilst we make it out, our friends down the south are going at a considerably slower pace than we are. And, you know, the government down there is slowing National League football. It's slowing uh, the progress of club football. And until they move to some sort of level uh, two or three where club football is permitted, that's going to stall the island, you know, in terms of our games. So I honestly think that option one for Armagh is out the window. And just before, I'd like to echo what Paddy said. I think I commend the county board for coming to some proposals with us. I probably think we need a bit of clarity. Are those the only proposals on the table or is there a position for our club to put a proposal forward? Um, and I would also commend them for uh, asking the clubs. We... And some clubs felt last year that there was some criticism that the clubs weren't consulted in the structures and last season's structures were played out without any consultation. Now, the county board may have been well within their rights to do that, 
but we the clubs and my own club and some other clubs felt that was unfair and we commend the county board for consulting the clubs this year and we look forward uh, to that discussion on Thursday night but from our perspective we feel it's very difficult to see how a 2020 season could be finished. Yeah I think that's an important point really that it is important that clubs have their say on we'll look at the league tables in a, in a wee while and we'll sort of discuss how we feel teams will vote and what, <coughs> what they'll want to go forward with but um, we'll move on to option two then. Option two is divide the 2020 season and forget about it, put a line through it, but promote your championship winners, which would be Clan Gale obviously won the Intermediate Championship last year and Fork Hill won the junior and concentrate on the 2020 league, which would be one way and a group stage knockout or a group stage championship, sorry. Um, so Paul, I'll take you back. Um, we were talking about uh, Newtown and just taking over a new club. Would you be disappointed that maybe you could use them 2020 games as instead of challenge games to get ready for the 2021 season? Or would you be happier being on the training field and getting ready for the 2021 season? I suppose, Sean, I, I personally would be happier that the, you know last year's season would be void. So it obviously it's a new year, it's a new start. You know what I mean? New management team involved, a new town from a personal perspective. So, you know, you wouldn't want to be using, you know, any any hangovers from last year from maybe players thinking that a bad season or you know or anything like that. You want a fresh start, a clean state for everybody. And ultimately, you know, if we are allowed to go back to collective clean, we we will be allowed to challenge matches, I assume, and you'd be organising maybe those out of out of our map because you might be wanting to play teams outside of our map, outside of your division, not to show your hand for the new year. And Paddy, the likes of yourselves in Collihanna, I know you are in the promotion hunt at the minute. Um, along with about four other teams in Division Two B, um, and we'll just in Division One B rather. Um, so there's Silverbridge, Madden, and Collihanna, all in the same points, um, with nine points after six games. Clanner and our point behind, and the Grange are two points behind with a game in hand. Um, to avoid that season, Paddy, I suppose there is five teams there that are in the promotion hunt that might want to finish it out and get into Division One A. Yeah, but look, you know, Sean, like the there's five teams, you know, there that are say Brains won their you know won their game in hand against Monaghan. There'd be what four teams at nine points and one on eight. You know, if we all started, if we're all basically starting from level to play all four games, you know, to a certain extent, it would make that much difference if we just started again. You know, there's nobody. I think it'd be much more difficult to say it's you know Silverbridge was sitting there on twelve points and uh, and the next was eight and seven. Um, uh, you know that 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 would be much more uh, that would be much more difficult. You know, look, all the you know the, the likes of uh, of ourselves, those other clubs at the top of one B, also going to be senior to, uh, next year. Look at one A there. You know that relegation battle. Like, you know, there's so little in that, um, and so many games. Thing. Like, just actually, you know, really when you when you look at what you had said there, um, you know, about how could you ever possibly finish twenty twenty? I mean, if you look at you know Cross Greenmore and Clevey, who in theory. Have only played four of uh, games of a ten of a of a ten yeah ten game season. You start to realise that it's just not feasible. You know that you're no. you're looking to go and play another six games on top of and look, folks. You know, COVID isn't going away. We're hoping we're heading out the better side of it uh, with the with the vaccinations and that, and hope the numbers hopefully continue to drop. But you know, there are going to be games called off because of COVID. In 2021, um, you know that's that's a, a surely almost a certainty. 
So, like, you know, when, when you look at all of that, the, the idea, you know, what would you be, I suppose, what, do you, what are you really gaining, um, you know, from, you know, going on and trying to finish um, the season? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I suspect that if the county board had their time back again, they, they certainly wouldn't have um, gone for the structure that they did. Um, but look, the big thing is that if you avoid if you avoid if you avoid the twenty twenty season, um, what do you do? You, obviously, you have to promote um, those teams that won the championships, and rightfully so, they've earned. Yeah, and again, they've earned their place in senior football. Absolutely, no doubt about that. What do you do then? You know, does that give you a seventeen team? Um, Senior Championship and Division One A and B, and the same in Divi- you know, Division Two A B and Intermediate Championship, or you know, do you suddenly say to the teams that are bottom, well, actually, will you move down to, will you move down a grade? There are a lot of difficulties there um, that I, I can't imagine. That's something that that, uh, that you can even contemplate. I'm an so, accountant, Paddy, and I have been thinking about it for the last two hours, and I still can't figure out <laughs> how we're going to have to relegate. Three teams from one B, and then we're going to have to send up two teams from two A. But there's going to be you're going to have to relegate three teams from two A, and then you're going to have to. <laughs> you, you can't know. do it. You can't do it. But look, this was all solved. Yeah. If we had a group stage championship last year, and then relegation playoffs uh, for the teams that finished bottom of their groups, but yeah. anyway, we didn't. Um, but look, I, I mean, the more you look at that, Sean, particularly when you see those teams. You know, in 1A, who want to stay in 1A, you know, there's nobody going to be volunteering for 1B, I can assure you, um, that they, they haven't even played half their 2020 season, and you're going to ask them to play basically two seasons in a, in a few months, if we even, and we don't know when we're going to be starting to, to train, like, it's not, it's not feasible. No, but if, like, if you're going to have a straight knockout challenge next year, you know, ultimately, you can put the two, last year's challenge of winners up and just have a, uh, you know, uh, on an even number of teams and one of the, in two divisions for for a season only. You know what I mean? And you can work out your structures after that. You know, it's you know, unfortunately, we don't have a manual for what's happened in the last eighteen months. You know what I mean? We can't. You know, we don't. We, we've not used to help us to make these decisions. And ultimately, I thought that the county board done the best of what they're, the hand they were dealt with last year. And I thought the the quality of some of the football, especially in the senior championship last year, was brilliant. So ultimately, it was great to have football. And listen, if we can have football this year. You know the structures are really irrelevant, really too. But it would be nice to get ones that suits the majority of the clubs. Yeah, definitely. It was great to get football last year. Like, and me and Paddy said that uh, I think on every podcast show last year that it was so good to get football back and to be back watching football again. Um, but I suppose, Jerry, could you understand? And I know, like, finishing the twenty twenty season, if that's voted in, is going to be so hard to do. And there is teams there with five and six games left before they even start the new season. But can you understand the frustration, say, of a Drummond Tee there who are, if we can look at it again, are five points clear at the top of Division 1A with four games remaining? Like, could you understand the frustration that they are obviously going to want to see this year out so they can win the league? Well, I completely empathise with that. And, and I know there's teams at the top of 2A that, you know, have been striving very hard to get to senior football, you know, for years, and the same with Drum and T, it would be an it would be an historic league victory forms. I understand that frustration, but I don't I don't think that the clubs vote. I think it'll be taken out of their hands. We we just won't have the time to finish those games, you know. And uh, as I say, the club's proposal will really come down till um, 
the club's the, the club's hands is going to be forced by when we get back to play football, and then once we get back to deciding a timeline, we're going to have to look at the best structure to fit that timeline. You know, I, I think there's a good debate there about the success of last year's knockout championship, which, which I I thought and the senior championship especially it brought the senior championship to life last year, uh, and the intermediate championship, although Clannagill very strong, and the junior championship, the knockout championship was. Uh, 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 you know, a, a success in my opinion, and I think that it'll be interesting to see whether clubs would like a return to a knockout championship, no matter what the structure requires. You know, I do say that with the balance of providing football, you know, and enough games for players, because I'm sure Paul can appreciate there coming into Newtown, he doesn't want a season where he plays seven league games and gets beaten the first round of the championship, eight games, you know, in a season. So. I understand that, and there's a balance there about providing a lot of football for our lads. And I think that uh, that's where the real debate is going to be about the structure, you know, and best utilizing the time that we have. So, Paddy, that takes us into option three. Um, this will be in late June or July, and that will have voided the 2020 season. And for the 2021 season, we'd have a one way league and a straight knockout championship. Um, and I know. There's a lot of people in favour of the straight knockout championship. I think it, it breaks brings great excitement till till the championship. Um, but I know you you'd made the argument during the podcast last season that um, there is still knockout championship games in a group championship. There's the the playoffs. There's the quarterfinals and the semifinals. There's always going to be knockout championship games. So, what do you think? What would you rather hear a knockout championship or group stages? Yeah, well, I mean, look, obviously we're just going to have to. You know, make the fixtures to, to fit our cloth as such in terms of how much time we have. But yeah, uh, an awful lot of people are talking about how wonderful it was to have a knockout championship last uh, summer. And I just didn't get the rationale um, because, you know, the, the previous, if you compare what we had in 2019 versus what we had in, 20, in 2020, you know, in 2019, we had, at all levels, we had 12 teams enter a knockout, a knockout phase. Knockout games, of course, are battle and league games. They're more exciting because you've got the jeopardy and everything's on the line. But, you know, do I think that the 2020 challenges were substantially better because we had 16 teams uh, in them and, you know, there's obviously, you know, was then going to have more, probably more, more likely out of a one-sided game in the first, in the, you know, in the first round than the, the 12 they had the previous year. I don't really get it. I mean, the thing that I'm not fussed on about that option three is that we're going back to, you know, in terms of the competition that you really want, the most important competition that for some teams, it'll be one game in that and seven games in the secondary competition. And as important leagues as leagues are, they are still very much secondary to, champ- to, to championship. And for all except four teams, it'll be uh, two or less championship games and seven league games. And to me, that just does not get the balance right. And in terms of excitement, if that's a sort of, you know, eight games, if that's in around where we where we are, I'd actually nearly consider going for getting going back to the group championships, make them double rounds. You know, so you have three um, three home championship games, three uh, three away games. There'll be an awful lot of excitement there. There's four teams competing um, over the four positions, and everything means something because. If you get top of your division, you're going to be at um, you're going to be straight into the quarterfinals. If you're if you finish second, what I would actually do is then give you a home playoff um, as well, 
and say that you'll play a team that has finished third um, in their group at home in a, in a playoff round at the end of the quarterfinals. If you finish third, you're obviously still in the championship. And if you're finished fourth, if you finish fourth, that you're at um, peril of relegation. And then that you with those those four teams that finished bottom in the senior and intermediate championships, they play off against each other, and whoever loses the two matches is relegated in place of either the intermediate champions or the junior champions. I think there, I think there'll be serious excitement there. Every single game that will be played uh, in that sort of a structure over you know, a couple of you know, you know, um, two, you know, two, two to three months. There will be massive meaning on every single game, and if we are going to be pushed into us into a situation where we only really have the summer, I think something like that is is definitely worth a, a look. The other issue I have with the seven um, uh, the seven team seven game leagues, uh, just one round league, is you're relegating a lot of teams, Sean. Like you know, based on seven matches, is it fair that you call maybe two cause two teams are seeing your status or their intermediate status? You know, particularly then, you know, you've got hurling as well and trying to play. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think there's a lot of promotion and relegation. Um, you know, if we're going to have two, you know, two of every eight teams going up and two of every eight teams going down, um, to put that uh, to put that on the basis of seven league matches, um, that that might well be interrupted. What do you think, Paula? I'm interested to hear the views of a new manager coming into a setup. Um, I don't think we already touched on it earlier. Like, if we go with this, you could ultimately, as the new town manager, play seven league games on one championship game, and your season's over. What do you think? Do you think it should? Would you go back to the group stages, or do you like the the thrill of the knockout? Well, I suppose I have, I have two trains of thought on it, Sean. And, and one is, you know, let's be grateful and thankful that we're going to get eight games. You know, what I mean, at, at all this year again, you know, in the same in the same pretenses we got football last year. Another side of the coin, you know, you know, going into a club and only getting eight games in your first year is going to be going to be a tough act to then, you know, one get them fit and, and keep them fit and healthy for, for those eight games and make them competitive. Obviously, because Newtown are coming from, you know, on the on the back of a poor display in the last year's championship at the semi final stage. So there's there's a bit of hurt there, you know, talking to some of the guys on the phone and the committee, you know. So you know, I would like to see championship being knockout football. Right from the right from the right from the start, you know what I mean. If you really look at um, the the intercounty game this year, if we had a group structure, you know, Kerry would have beat Cork the second day out, or you know that you know those one-off games like that are not going to happen if we don't have a straight knockout championship format. The other side of the coin is that you could probably potentially use this year as a year to be creative with your thinking about how we you know how we structure our league football. If you look at all the sports and all the counties and how they do it, potentially we have a choice, uh, an opportunity now to say, well, listen, you know, we're going to give teams a losing bonus point if they hit 12 points or 15 points or something along those lines, or we're going to give team an extra bonus point if they score, you know, if they hit over 16 points in the game. You know, there's a way to be creative now to try and put an emphasis back on our leagues to make them ultra competitive and then maybe have a seeding structure in the leagues that affect the championship. So the, the county board have... Have a lot of challenges ahead of them, but they've also a lot of opportunity here as well. To then, you know, if we only have seven league games and you know a guarantee, one guarantee championship match, to maybe be as creative as thinking as possible for those for this year, and potentially if that works, then they can continue that format forward. And do you, do you think that it's, that's likely to happen, Paul? Do you think that is a conversation that maybe the county board is going to have? 
I honestly don't know because I don't. I'm not sitting on any committees, Sean. So I don't know if they're having those conversations or not. But ultimately, you know, back to Ray's point earlier, there about clubs having an opportunity to influence this. Are the clubs going to get? Are there any other proposals on the table? Can the clubs, you know, can the clubs put a proposal to the county board how they would like to see the leagues run this year and the championship run this year? So I think if we all have that opportunity, there may be, uh, you know, a net benefit here that the clubs get what they want on the county board get an extremely competitive and well-run league and championship system. What would your thoughts be on that, Rory, then? Do you think that that's the case, that if clubs are going to get to propose um, outside of the four that the county board have released, they could mix it up a wee bit and use this as an opportunity to try something different? Yeah, I think so. I think that, for example, Paddy's proposal there on, you know, a group stage championship, that's something that's very similar done in a lot of the southern counties would run a championship very much that and they, they don't place as much importance on their leagues, you know, uh, and it could be an opportunity for us to try that. Now, the only the only difficulty with, with Paddy's proposal is, is that from my count, there's a minimum of seven games. You know, you play everyone in the group stage twice, that's six, and then you either have a playoff or a, a relegation. So there'd be a seven game minimum there, whereas the other system would guarantee an eight. Now, uh, you know, there's probably a bit of a, a balance off there. I, I think that, as I said, we have to cut our cloth to suit the time that we have, um, you know, so, but I, I think that it's important that we give our lads the best opportunity to play as many games as we can with the time given. And I think that the county board should retain the flexibility. And I think that, I think that Thursday night's meeting should be a conversation opener, you know, because we need to maintain the flexibility to, you know, should uh, things in May look very positive, roll out with, you know, the best structure to give the lads the most games possible in a competitive nature. And if and if it doesn't move or we don't get moving to July, then yes, look at a creative structure like uh, Paddy or, or suggested, you know, or look at a creative structure like Paula suggested where, you know, we play a league game and then that seeding, you know, takes you into some form of championship. I think that there's a good time to try that. Just on the on on the knockout championship and I think there there are pros and cons. Clonmore, we were very proud to host championship games and I, I think that's a fantastic initiative and it is a great thing to host a championship game. But our only disappointment was with, and it's from personal experience, we had a great run in 2018 where we beat Mullabon and St. Peter's in the group stage. And they, St. Peter's went on to win the championship and they beat Mullabon in the final. Now, we had already beat those teams in the group stage and, and, you know, those were massive wins for us. If that had been the knockout, you know, we would have beat the two favourites and would have been sitting in a championship semi-final. You know, so I think that, you know, for, for teams in the lower leagues of football, we want the shortest route to get as high as we can. And the shortest route for Clonmore to get the senior is to win four championship games. And it's the same for uh, Newtown. The shortest route for Newtown out of junior is to win four knockout games. And I think that clubs, you know, like that cut and trust of the championship. Plus, plus just on the league structures and how it affects championship, Clonmore has a county player. And I know the Grange, for example, have been a club that has been affected this massively, you know. And when their league... For example, when they move into a championship group stage and their league form has been affected by the loss of three county players, it can be a disadvantage in that they're in a tougher group than they would have been. Whereas the championship, straight knockout championship, negates that you know weakness and it gives the teams just to compete on the day with the best team they have. And is it an option then, Paul, um, them sort of mixing it up a bit like you were talking about? I think in Monaghan, they had in club football that if you won a game, you get three points. 
um, without your county men, uh, but once the county men come back, I think you get five points for winning a game with with the county men or something. Monaghan structure was something like, like something like that, John, where, where there was five point games and there's two point games. So there was, um, and I know under under last year's uh, structure in Calvin, it was like a, a big group championship. You know, I mean, I think there was like maybe eight teams in the Calvin Senior Championship, and they all got you know seven games before they and they got to quarter final stages. I know there was a lot of games that were maybe moved and called off in, in that format because of COVID last year. And ultimately, you know, not being involved in club football last year, I'm, a, I'm not entirely sure how the county board treated, whether or not, you know, if there was a close contact, was that game called off until the results came back or how that was managed last year? Maybe Paddy and Rui can shed light how that, how that worked. But if we're getting into this new season, potentially another thing that the county board could look at is Friday night games. You know what I mean? So if, the, if we are starting to, you know, get a bit more freedom and we're having a bit more opportunity to see other friends and family, like if we're going to, if we can play games on a Friday night, when, when obviously when it suits for the lights, then obviously that gives, you know, club players the rest of the weekend then to themselves and to their families too. So there's maybe an opportunity to think, to look at that, how that feeds into the overall structure as well this year, Sean. I think in terms of players, I think Friday night games is the dream. Friday night and Saturday night games and get the rest of the weekend off. Um, But Paddy, back to what we're sort of saying there about maybe trying to mix up the leagues. Would you be one for maybe thinking that if a team, say, scored over 20 points or whatever, would get an extra point in the league or or what would your feelings be on that? Uh, well, that that'll be a really new one. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I suppose the, the that's just an that, example, really. Yeah, just, um, I think he's I, with. Yeah, uh, look, there's no harm in, in innovation. I mean, the, the Monaghan one was definitely really interesting. Um, where they were, you know, they did look at that um, more points if, if you've county men is, but I, I don't know. I, I had mixed feelings on it, and I actually think it did work quite well. But you know, are we then saying that if our if the county players aren't there, that those other games are worth less? Um, you know, are the you know are they, you know, are, are suddenly the players that are in them are they less or players less worthy? I I don't know. Look, at the same time, the the club players they want to have their 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 friends and their and their teammates from the county panel available. Um, to me, the most important thing. Sean is what Rory had said that we make the most of the time that we have and that we are playing games. Um, you know, and that's the single um that's the single most important thing. I think probably the easiest sort of innovation that you could maybe try to bring in is that linking with home games. Um you know, is to try to do something that um that you know, to, to give teams a, a card of a home match in a championship uh, be it somewhere in the league. I think that'll be pretty effective. And you know, as well, we were having a you know, we were having we were having a bit of a discussion around the fact that actually Armagh with sixteen senior teams is a wee bit um, unusual. Well, not not unusual, but it certainly doesn't happen in every county, um, and that obviously has implications, particularly when you get into the, the provincial structures. So, yeah, look, you know, let's uh, absolutely let's look at different ideas. Let's see what's out there, but let's do it with the idea of maximising. Uh, the amount of games we we'll have, the amount of football, you know, that you know, really hope that we can get to a summer where people are back out, standing outside in the good weather, seeing their seeing their friends, you know, enjoying the matches, um, and you know, you, you know, hopefully they were uh, we're starting to get to, get out the other side of, of what's been a, a desperately difficult time for everyone. I think the the final option we were given, um, option four, is one that. 
none of us probably want to see. This is going to be, you know, you're looking at it late July, maybe August time, and all you all that you have is the championship. And we all know championships key. That's what you look forward to. But it would be difficult just heading straight into a group championship with no no league games. And Paul, I'll bring this back to you. Obviously, um, as we say, a manager coming in. It, hopefully, we're not pushed back that we're not allowed games until July and August. But if you're taking over a team, you're building towards the championship, obviously. But you need them league games beforehand, don't you? You do. Know, you need games, whether it be league games, where you can even if you can even play championship games under that option four format. You know what I mean? I, I'd say the county because. Obviously, if you have a small panel, like, you know what I mean. If you don't have 32, 33 of a panel, you're not going to be able to play 15 v 15 in in-house games. So you're not. So you're probably going to have to cut your cloth to sit there. So we're going to be playing 10 v 10 or 11 v 11 and shorten pitches and stuff like that to try and get the, the guys up to speed as much as you can. So you you know, option four. Obviously, if it's the only option we have, we'll be, we'll be grateful to have it at that time. But it's not ideal, you know. And, and I do know that do notice in the on the RT website this afternoon that obviously lockdown has been extended level five in the south till the fifth of March, which matches our date up here for review. Um, that means that you know the, the you know the, the Crook Park have said to the county teams are going to get a minimum four weeks pre season. So you you know so the national leagues, which are obviously shortened already, aren't going to start for the for the county players until the, at least the end of March. You know, painting that fifth of March date if that's a you no know, real turning point in the sand that we're maybe down till you know an R rate of no point eight or nine at that point uh, at that time. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, but you no, know, as a manager, definitely wouldn't be wanting option four. But if we have to, if we're in that, if that's the hand we're dealt, then we're going to have to play those cards the best we can. Very positive, right? I think that you know, if if it so so is that this is the only option we have, we're obviously going to take it and to get some football this year but it's not what you would want to see certainly um, as yourself a player you don't want to be just going through into the championship with no games prior to it No, no definitely not Look, and you know every every club prides themselves on, on the championship and every club wants to gain that little edge and be as best prepared as they can I think if we get to that stage um, we, I think looking at something like Paddy's um, structure, you know, would be the best option to try and you know squeeze in you know as many games as we can in the championship structure. Um, but I also think that um, have, have spoken to a few friends at work. It's not to say that the Ulster Club Championship may not be pushed back either, you know. And the the GAA calendar looks flexible, so I think that RMA should keep an open mind in terms of you know. Uh, letting the championships run on you know I don't think we have any problem in playing football in October and November you know if we have to and the Ulster Club Championship doesn't start in December I think we'd all just be happy playing football as a club footballer you know and we're all the same here I want to play as many games as we can with the time that we're given you know and that's as a club footballer that's important you know and it was it was one of my fears of going into a split season where we, we set the county players and let them play for four months while the club players sat idle you know and I think that you know, we need structures in the GA that provide a constant, consistent games for club footballers because that's where we're raising the standards, not where we're raising the quality, you know. And that has to be the long-term aim of our mat to provide quality games. And I think that even, even in that championship structure, we got to look at saying, okay, you know, with a short period of time, but let's try and give the lads five or six games here, you know. Well, Paddy, I'm sure you're in agreement with the two boys that this 
this option is basically unless we're forced into it, no club's going to be going for this. Oh, so definitely not. Look, let's hope that's not where we are, that we, we do get football before the summer. I mean, obviously, then you start to look at, effectively, that would be very similar to last year. How will they then look at moving, uh, you, you know, club championships before county? That would probably come in, uh, come into the equation. Um, you know, if, yeah, if it's like last year and you're only starting in July, uh, Rory makes a good point around that Ulster club championship as well. Um, there's definitely going to be a need to be flexible there. I mean, the, you know, you could, I don't think you could have a bit, you know, I, I think it'd be, it'd be the right thing to do if we don't get to go ahead until the summer is to extend out the time that the clubs have. Because look, I, I understand those, those sort of club championships mean an awful lot to the clubs that are in them and, and that it was a, it's a real pity that the likes of um, Forkhead and Slanagiel and Mary didn't get their, their rattle at them this year. But like they're, you know, again, that that's back to you. Know, that's back to the five percent, the ten percent. You know, the, the most important thing is to make sure that we give a decent season. Um, you know, to the to the ninety, to the ninety percent, the ninety to hundred percent that are are you know that are playing you know at our club level inside the counties. Because I just know, look, you know, we're I know my own club. We're doing our best to try and give players, you know, to try and do stuff on. Uh, you know, organize things through WhatsApp or whatever. Um, but it's now at the minute you don't want it to get like it was sort of last March and April, where you know the players, everybody was just wondering, look, we're doing this and we're trying to make these preparations, but is anything going to happen at all? Um, so look, it's a really difficult situation. But my only appeal is uh, you know, to try and provide as much certainty as you can, and look the emphasis as you can because. As we've all, uh, as we've all found out over the last year, there's the divide up in life that's certain. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point there, Paddy. But giving as much certainty as possible, you know, because I know there'll be a lot of club players out there that are probably keeping themselves ticking away and ticking over and, and taking their exercise on a daily basis at the minute and potentially looking at how that can help them if they're doing particular types of runs or going for five k's, etc. So, you know, they not want to be hanging on doing that two or three times a week. You know, between now and you know. August, September, October. If we're going to be in, in the option four territory, you know, what I mean, they'll want to they'll need a bit of break, a bit of downtime to do whatever they want to do themselves as well. So, you yeah, know, even even apart from the physical thing, Paul, it's the it's just you just want a bit of hope. You know, yeah. you want oh, this is going to happen in the future. You know, even if it's later on in the year. Um, but look at at the same time, plans change. <laughs> well, I think. I think the county boards to be commended there and taking this on early, you know, and getting some proposals out there for discussion because, you know, club players just need a bit of hope, as you said, and a focus, you know. So, you know, like the best we can do now as a club player and as Paul as a club manager and yourself, Paddy, as, you know, involved with Collie Hanna is prepare for, you know, the possible date, you know. So if it's possible that our boys are going to be training out in April, let's give them that hope and, and get them ready to train in April. Boys just want to focus because last year when we, we, we went in that ether of not having any dates, we weren't sure when club football was going to come back, you know, our lads, you know, fell into doing nothing. You know, they lost, they lost all, all the run of themselves. And I'm sure a lot of clubs were the same. So I think our man's doing the right thing and saying, look, he, he, here's a focus. We're trying to get some structures and eventualities in place. And I think that's the, the best thing for our math football is to keep their lads focused. Yeah, just, absolutely. Good point, Ray. Um, just as we finish up then, lads, um, we'll see the, the four options again. I'm just going to ask is each, um, I suppose for your personal um, vote, not your club vote. Um, Ray, we'll start with you. I think 
the discussion tonight has sort of seen that unless we're forced into it, nobody's going to go for option four. Um, certain clubs will go for option one, depending on what they have to play for in 2020. But what do you see happening or what would you like to see happening for this season? I think, first of all, it would be an awful shame not to promote uh, Clannagill and Forkhill. I think that they've won their championships, so whatever option is taken, I think Clannagill and Forkhill should take their place in, in, in senior and intermediate football, and I think they deserve that. I think, realistically, you know, the best we can hope for is, is option two, um, you know, to give the lads possibly seven league games and at least four games in the championship. You know, that, that leaves us to an, at least an 11-game season, and for me... You know, that's the best option we have. Um, so I, I would be going for option two if that was possible. And Paul, what would your feelings on it be? And obviously, as, as Rory says, it is so important that Clannagy and Fork Hill get promoted like Laverne that they won their cha- respective championships. Um, would yeah. you be agreeing with option two or what do you see happening? I think that's, you know, I, you know that's potentially one of the non-negotiables of this whole process is that you know the two by the two teams have to get their promo- promotion up to the relevant championships you know what I mean the, you know they won the championship last year they should be moving up their up their championship this year and that's just the you know, that's just 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 be the way of it um I would prefer option two obviously out of out of all the options you know that we have 2020 voided and we start afresh in a new in a new 2021 campaign my gut tells me that you know we're going to we're going to have option three. So this, but I, my preference would be option two, but my gut would tell me that at this stage, looking at, at all the information available, looking at how the vaccination rollout in the in the south is a lot slower than what we have here in the north, um, and the delays that are, are supposed to be coming on the and some of the variants of the vaccination or the vaccine, you know, I can't see us, you know, being able to play play, play club football until you know the south are at level three or level two. But given Croke Park will take their advice from Neffet. And, you know, I think my, my gut would tell me that we're going to be looking at option three, but I would like option two. What would you think yourself, Paddy? Then I'll give you the last word on it. Do you agree with the lads that option two seems to be the best option um, available at the minute? Oh, yeah. Well, look, I just want the option that gives us the most games. Um, you know, uh, so, look, I think option two, we discussed that, the thing about option one is trying to finish 2020 season because that's going to be so lopsided in terms of where each division is. We don't think that's possible. So yeah, I think you're into uh, I want you know the the to just restart with a one way league uh, for 2021. But it, and if you did, you know, if you did get that extra month, if you did get started towards the middle of or, or the end of um, April rather than what option two suggests in there uh, into May and June, that if you get a bit of extra time. You know, why not just go home and away in the group stage championship? Um, to me, that would be a much better, neater thing to do than get into the you know, trying to finish off leagues and then splits from uh, from last season. But obviously, with the caveat that um, you just have to deal with a couple of nineteen uh, leagues and seventeen team championships because obviously, you know, um, Forkhill and, and Clannagale have to go up. So, lads, thanks very much for joining us. I think I agree with you. As option two definitely seems the best option there. Um, and fingers crossed that's the one that will be back playing football by that stage and we'll get action back as soon as possible. Um, thanks very much, all three of you, for joining us. Great discussion tonight. And we look forward to bringing, you, bringing the listener a show at least once a week for the, for the coming weeks until football returns. So again, thanks very much, lads. 
place for the equaliser. And it's a beautifully sculpted score. It's won by Armagh, Caroline O'Hanlon, the right person in the right place. Here it's only for point number 10. Outstanding.